What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Well Podcast. We have a special guest with us today, one of uh, our fantastic elders, Jake Walraven. Give it up for Jake. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, whoop. I dropped my phone. Drop something. I dropped my phone, which it's has okay. all of uh, the notes on it. Yep. So, Anthony, what are we talking about today? What are we going to be talking to Jake about today? Um, we're just going to be talking about spiritual growth, um, kind of like our journeys, uh, Jake's journey. We're going to dive into the book of Matthew maybe a little bit. Um, yeah, that's what we got planned for you guys today. Cool. So, um, just kind of want to take a second and outline. I guess we could all take turns answering this. Mm-hmm. Um First, I think I think we should just define, you know, what is spiritual growth? What is your your definition of spiritual growth? What does it mean to you? Um, and then we'll just kind of go around the horn and just kind of bounce off of each other mm-hmm. and um, kind of talk, you know, a little bit, pick each other's brains on what we all see it as. Okay. Yeah. So who, who's going to go first? How about you, bud? How about yeah, to go first? What, is, okay. uh, what does spiritual growth mean to you? Well, I think that, you know, when we all start out as uh, new, new Christians or baby Christians, we uh, have certain things in mind that we'd like to do and accomplish. And then uh, as time goes on, <clears throat> we try to fulfill those things that we want to do. And uh, we tend to grow more and more. And we learn more and more about uh, the Christian life and how what it's all about. And and so we take on uh, different roles as we grow. And so for myself, kind of comes to mind is uh, I have a real heart for uh, for rummage, you know, and uh, I sit on the rummage board. And uh, so we're. At one time, we had some trouble uh, finding, a, a, at that time, they, they call it a rummage master. Mm-hmm. And that's a person who's in charge of rummage, opens the doors, and, you know, kind of runs the whole thing. And I'm like, and so they were looking for someone to do that. Yeah. And uh, I'm, and they're like, well, what about you, Jake? And I'm like, well, I, you know, it's kind of <laughs> tough. You know, it's a big job. and But I think as, um, as we go on, uh, the Lord opens doors for us and even though if we feel like we're not ready to do something like that mm-hmm. you have to be able to step out of your comfort zone yeah. and do it mm-hmm. and just step out in faith and and just do it you know yeah. get in there and make it happen you pray about it and um, yeah you just you just get out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. I was like well, you know, it's a big job and it's kind of scary and all this. And I don't think I'm ready and just little old me. And, uh, but I went ahead and, and stepped out and did it. And it was a fantastic experience for me. I really learned a lot, met yeah. a lot of really cool people and, uh, and grew from it mm-hmm. and, and, uh, learned a lot. Yeah. I think it's really funny how, how more often than not, you know, growth, is is something that we don't really ever kind of plan on doing you know it's just mm-hmm. kind of just something that just happens you yeah. know it's it's so strange how you know more often than not 
growth is just always always kind of a sink or swim scenario mm-hmm. you know <laughs> like it's it's really do or die whenever you are confronted with those situations and those experiences in which you are forced to grow mm-hmm. it's never like hey i'm gonna i think i'm gonna grow today and i'm just gonna do right. what i do yeah and, yeah and just no, yeah. grow it's always just kind of like a oh shoot like <laughs> I'm going to do this thing. You don't even realize that you're growing until after you like look back and you're like, wow, mm-hmm. like so much has happened. I mean, um, it's just like, it's just like height, you know? Yeah. It's like we, we don't grow to be six feet over a night of sleep. You know what I mean? Some of us never grow to be six feet. Yeah, it's me. true. It's true. Like that one time I got harassed in a staff meeting because I said six feet is an average height. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think, I mean, like spiritual growth for me uh, personally is that... Um, kind of like that come to moment at first you know it's like for many people just like myself i mean it was camp right like you're surrounded by all these people and you're like you know it's kind of crazy at first and then you you kind of just get into it you know but kind of going and bouncing off of what jake said it's it's also about turning what you know and your hobbies and your talents and and throwing that to god and and how can we use that in our faith, right? Like, like for Casey, it's playing music, and then you see him on stage every week. Uh, for me, it's making art or filming or taking photos and things like that. Um, I think that's that's kind of like the journey of growing is trying to figure out, okay, how can I implement what I do in my everyday life in in my faith life, and then combine them into one. Like these, it's not two separate lives; it's one, right? Like. Sometimes I know we all get caught up like wearing like that mask, you know, it's like, okay, like I'm going to go to youth group and be cool. And then I'm going to go to high school, like high school or something and just act totally different. Right. But I, I mean, for me, it was always about combining the two as well as being super open about it. I remember when I was in high school was like, I having that supportive friend group, like a lot of them weren't Christian, but I was, and they knew I was, but we never had conflict with it It was more of like hey like i support you and i like and then it was this the same like he's like okay like i'm supporting you like i'll support you back you know so i i kind of surrounded myself by people that were positive in that way christian or not too but um i don't know that's kind of what spiritual growth kind of means to me how about you bud or do you have any bounce Um, back (laughs) (laughs) it's like what kind of what does it mean personally to me? I think um, kind of like what I was saying before. It's it's for me, in my experience with it, it's always been something that I was never prepared for. Um, like all the times where I've spiritually grown is times where um, I'd been in situations where I literally had no choice but to lean on um, God and lean mm-hmm. on his word and lean on um, his promises and like everything, like all the other, <clears throat> all of the other, uh, facets in my life, all of the other, I guess, crutches you could call them, uh, were just like stripped away. And like, it, I just, all that was left was just myself and God. Um, and it's like, <laughs> it's been interesting because it's always, it's always downfall, you know, Mm. it's always downfall that leads to my biggest growth. It's always failure and making mistakes. And it's weird 
because now, especially in this season of my life, um, I've just been incredibly just afraid of failing just in anything, uh, whether it's work in relationships, whatever it may be. I am terrified of mm. failing, even though that my greatest mm. growth has come from failing. And even mm -hmm. as I'm saying this right now, I'm like, I'm literally just like, I'm like, oh yeah, huh? Like that's weird. Like, I don't, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just a, a thing wow. that's coming to me right now. Um, I, I, you know, success comes through failure. Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of famous people that started started companies, uh, a lot of that are great people throughout the world that that know that every time you you fail, you build off of that yeah. towards your success. Mm -hmm. And so failure can be a really you know a good thing. Yeah, I mean, in a at way. the moment it's not yeah. all that great, but no, yeah. it can be a good thing mm -hmm. if we look back on it and build from it and yeah. move forward from from that. Well, like, I remember uh, kind of bouncing on the same thing. Is like I was working on this commercial, and we're all sitting at lunch, and the director of photography is like, "Hey, so how long have you worked in the industry?" And I'm like, "Not long. Like, I'm still fairly new to this. Really haven't worked on that many big things." And he jokingly said to me, "Like, oh, like, so I could call you out when you fail." And I'm like, "I hope you do, because mm -hmm. I'm not going to learn if you don't." Right, like I, I'm not going to exceed at this craft if you don't call me out to fail. And it kind of just took him by like surprise, like he just didn't expect that answer, you know. And that was a cool little moment that I've always remembered, and like and I took, uh, like from that. Yeah, I'm looking at different verses right now. Gotcha. I'm trying to start rambling. Yeah. Not sure. Um, and that kind of. Uh, leads us into the next question. We kind of already answered it a little bit. Um, maybe we can dive into more specificity um, with this, but just what are, what are some examples or experiences in which you've experienced uh, spiritual growth mm -hmm. and maybe even, you know, what's a situation in which you can feel yourself growing right now? I mean, I kind of, we kind of established a little bit, you know, usually you don't notice that you're growing until you're out of it. Yeah. Um, but if there is, you know, a situation mm -hmm. where you're growing right now, what is that or what are ways that you've experienced it in the past? Yeah, um, the one that, that comes up to, to mind, I mean, is another camp thing. Um, so back in January, I was in this position where I was stepping up more as a volunteer for the youth group. And they didn't have any male leaders to go to youth group and counsel the, the, the kids up at camp. And I was like, okay, like, I'll do it. And I remember that weekend, just not just it being a fun weekend, but like me talking to like a lot of the staff up there and realizing like, this is something I want to do. Like, this is like, it was like that pivotal moment where I'm like, maybe I should step in the youth ministry. And, uh, like our, our youth group at the time didn't have anybody in charge of it. And I'm the one that had the free schedule to do it. But like going to junior high winter camp was that that moment for me where I'm like, I'm teaching kids right now up here, as well as just like what the pastor talked about and things like that were just hitting home with me, as well as talking to uh, the staff up there, like one guy in particular is Caleb, and I still talk to him to this day. Um, but I remember just growing this bond with him and we we're just talking and um that was like that moment where I'm like, this is like, we had this conversation about like, I don't know how I could talk to kids, right? Like, this is something I struggle with. 
and then we had this beautiful conversation and then like in that moment is realized like i want to go head first into this and then literally like within less than a month i was in charge of the youth group and then going back up to forest home with the high schoolers which i've never done before like i've never led high school camp i was always teaching junior high so that was just an eye-opening experience for me and like as well as not just for myself growing but watching you guys grow in your faith like watching the youth grow in their faith like that was a huge thing like being able to baptize two students up there and just seeing their commitment where it's like hey like we want to be dunked in this like freezing river and 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 go all in as well so like at the same moment where i was going all in they were going all in and it was just this this emotional time you know and it was just probably one of the best camps i've ever been to and like experience wise and then just growing closer to the students as well like was just a huge thing so like that's kind of like a couple ways where I've experienced growth in myself as well as watching students grow was just, it's just remarkable just kind of just seeing it like happen, you know? That's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I saw the, uh, some video footage of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it, it just seemed like, you know, you were connecting with them yeah. and they with you and through the Holy spirit. And it was just a really awesome time. And, uh, I know my grandson, he was really happy and glad yeah. that, that you were there, and he had a great time. Mm -hmm. and, uh, we're we're really glad that you stepped up and did that. Yeah, I, I mean, I love it. I mean, uh, like, I don't know, just like your grandson in particular. I, I I love the bond that we have with him. Like Casey and I just get along with him so much, you know. And I'm I'm glad to be a support, you know, in his life. Um, yeah. And that's just like a huge thing to me. And it's it, as well as like. Earlier today, I was talking to a parent of a student, and they they said to me, like, you you don't understand, like, how much you, you mean to this student, right? Like, you've had a huge impact on their life. And that was just a huge thing, and that led into this, like, hour conversation on, like, how this student struggled, and we've, like, Casey and I both have helped this student grow in their faith yeah. and having conversations with with them you know uh about pursuing a job in ministry like that's what they want to do you know and they they i found out like earlier too from said parent that um like this student wrote a paper on how they wanted to do a, pursue a job in ministry and get shot down by the teacher like you know you're setting yourself up for failure Mm. and then Casey and I to come along and just treat people with kindness and just kind of go in there and, and not realizing that we we're having a huge impact on someone's life. That was like a huge conversation for me today. You know, like I just never expected it. And it's, it's funny how we're sitting here now kind of talking about spiritual growth and things like that. But that, I mean, that's how God, you know, works and moves, yeah. man. Like it's just, it's insane. It's crazy. Yeah, that's cool. Definitely. Yeah. Do you have a moment in particular, Casey? No. No. I've never grown a day in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. That's why he's uh, shorter than me. Because uh, I start. The reason why I'm so short, and I mean, I'm like 5'11. I'm not even that short. I mean, well, I'm not even going to dive into that conversation. You're pretty, you're pretty tall, bud. Um, <laughs> uh, 
the reason why I'm not above six foot is because I started drinking coffee at like the age of like 13. Mm. That's why. Stop drinking your milk. I, what's funny <laughs> is that I drank milk and coffee, so I think I like kind of leveled out. Jokes, jokes on you. I've never drinking milk a day in my life. <laughs> R.I.P. to Anthony's bones. Okay. Um, never broken a bone. What? I've never broken a bone. Yeah. yeah neither me neither. Have I. I've come close. Knocking on wood. Knock on wood. Yeah. Um, Jake rides motorcycles. He's bound to happen. Is that good? I mean, we're, you know, gonna we're work? adjusting your levels, man. Okay, yeah. good. All right. Um, no, I think... Yeah, I'm not going to dive into specifics, but definitely just, you know, what, the times where I've grown the most um, are the times where, kind of like what I said before, just where I've been like at my weakest, mm-hmm. at my most vulnerable, when... Um, when I tried lifting a load on my own and I was reduced to nothing yeah, and I kind of had no choice, but to, you know, like the only thing that could help me was, was God. The only person or, you know, anything that could be there for me was God. And through those experiences, you know, <laughs> my mom's favorite, my mom's favorite animal is a frog uh, because of the acronym fully rely on God. Huh. <laughs> that's interesting. Um, that's cool. Yeah, and, I don't think I heard that. And um, like that's kind of something that I like kind of had to f- forcefully do um, because I wasn't, you know, relying on God as much as I should have been. So I was forced to rely on him and his presence and his goodness and what he was doing in my life. And um, <laughs> so I guess I guess um, my greatest growth is folly, is, comes from folly um, and pain. And honestly, just, you know, uh, when you're a kid and you're, you know, riding your bike, you're learning how to ride your bike and your dad, you know, pushes mm-hmm. you and then he lets go and then you just eat it um <laughs> like that's that's kind of like a representation of yeah. you know my my spiritual growth and i know i'm not done falling on my face yet you know right i have a lot more spills to take <laughs> before um i mean i'm never done growing i'm pretty sure even when i'm you know 90 if i make it that far um like there's still gonna be lots of spills that i'm gonna take in which I'm going to be able to grow from. There's going to be a lot of times where I screw up, um, both relationally and just mentally and spiritually. There's a lot of, there's a lot of screw ups to be had, um, in life in general. So as, as kind of, I guess, embarrassing as it is to say, um, my mistakes have sparked my greatest growths. Well, you're never going to be fully, fully perfect or fully grown until until we get to heaven mm-hmm. this uh, as long as we're here on earth we're always going to be struggling some some mm-hmm. way or another it's going to be a tough road and and we do our best to <clears throat> to get to where we need to be but it, it's it's a lot of ups and downs and yeah. you know our, our human nature takes over yeah that's why i got my my little wave tattoo surprisingly um it's remind me like we're all just kind of like waves i mean like we'll, we'll crash 
you know, we'll fill out rock bottom, but we could always rise again. Yeah. You know, and that's why I have the little, little wave tattoo on my arm. Yeah. You know, I, I think for me is, um, and it, it kind of goes in part with like my testimony. I, I've, I've known Christ for a long time. Uh, ever since I was a little kid, there was always someone or some person, you know, speaking to me about church and, and God and Jesus. And, and, uh, you know, I, uh, my wife and I, we've been members of this church now for almost 30 years. Wow. Dang. But um, it's not really that until like, like this waves that you're talking mm -hmm. about to where I went full in uh, 10 years ago when I got the diagnosis that I had cancer. And then when that happened is when I really realized that, you know, that dude i like spiritually bankrupt you know I, I i was just really like hanging on uh but i didn't really have christ in my life enough to to i was looking for some help you know but it was just like it wasn't 100 percent there because i, I wasn't 100 percent there yeah and so at that time i told myself well this is it I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna jump in head headlong and I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna be a Christian 100%. Ain't gonna be no more messing around. I knew I'd be you know there'd be mistakes mm -hmm. and all that, but I'm just gonna do it. And uh, so I read my Bible and going to church and being serious serious yeah. about yeah. it. And and my bank account started filling up, <laughs> you know. And then I felt a lot better and um, the spiritual growth yeah. for me that was just a, a huge. Um, input of growth in, in my life at that time mm -hmm. and uh and then this peace over came over me you know to where i knew that um well if if god wanted to cure me he would if if not and i went on to heaven that's okay too you know yeah and you you get this peace over it to to where nothing nothing on this this world can can fulfill the peace of christ you know, you can get your bikes and your cars and your stuff and all this and that. Doesn't it's means nothing mm -hmm. really? Because they're all just uh, like the the rust and the and the moths, you know. Yeah. And uh, but when we have Christ, we we thrive through that, and and it makes such a big difference in our lives. To mm -hmm. where I know it did for mine for sure. Yeah. Um, it just filled me up, and I, I just feel so much better having Christ in my life and 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 I really um have met some really fantastic people you know if if I hadn't have done that I wouldn't be here with these guys right now they're, they're the greatest <laughs> you know and to to know Casey and Anthony is just a real blessing in my life and so many wonderful people that I've met um through this time these last 10 years at the the relationships that I've built and the people that I've met which just my life is just it's been fantastic really great really great and i'm just so blessed to to be here today and um of course my diagnosis has been cleared for a long time now praise god and um so i feel that i have some work that needs to be done mm -hmm. and so i'm trying to do that as best as i can yeah. uh, within my meagerly abilities you know? yeah. <laughs> and uh just to try to help as much as i can and, and give it back to the lord and 
uh, praise his name and, and through it all. Yeah. That's awesome. I think, I think it's really, um, I think it's really interesting. The, the analogy that you used of spiritual bankruptcy. Yes. Cause it's so weird because that's kind of what it feels like, you know? Um, <laughs> it, I know I've had times in my life, um, most specifically like through my teen years, like from like 17 and 18, uh, probably until I was probably like, you know, halfway through 18, 19 years old where I, <laughs> I was just kind of like, you know, like if I guess like we're sticking with that analogy, like I was just spending all my money, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I was just spending like, like I got it, you know, just kind of just, I was kind of just letting loose. It was just like a really dark time. And there was just, you know, just kind of funds going here, funds going there, funds going there. And before I realized that I was at rock bottom, yeah. um, spiritually and emotionally. And, um, it's such a weird thing because you don't realize that you're, it's, it's just like growth. You don't realize that you're in that, in that rock bottom area, that bedrock until you're there until you're just on your face and you're hurting right and it's just it's such a (laughs) i guess i guess you could say it's like a humbling feeling um because you're like oh like this actually can go wrong (laughs) you know i feel like when we're out there you know spending all that money like it's just like ah you know i'm living you know i'm just doing my thing you know i'm just (laughs) living my best life, you know? And once we hit that, that place, it's just like, Oh crap. Like what happened? Like, where am I? How did that, how did I get here? How did this happen? Yeah. I'm empty. I have nothing, you know? And it's just, it's so sobering and it's just, it's super crazy. It's such a crazy feeling. Well, I think that happens a lot, you know, to people when when they hit bottom. So there's like a saying that goes around: with it. we haven't, he, he hasn't quite hit bottom yet. When mm-hmm. he hits bottom, he, he'll realize that, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate that we have to. Sometimes we have to go through some kind of extreme. Mm-hmm. People have to go to jail or or whatever or lose things that, before we really really realize that, uh, you know, we need. Uh, to turn our lives around and and give our hearts and minds to Christ and through him he can help us come back up <laughs> and it's unfortunate that it has to be that way so yeah yeah that's i mean that's a good point like, i don't know this is kind of wild to think like it's something you don't really think about until it's kind of sad you know what i mean like yeah, it it's is. It, it, it is true like we we kind of grow and and grow closer through through loss and heartache Mm-hmm. You know, which is just this insane, crazy thing, you know. There was one, um, there was one analogy that I heard once. It was kind of equating growth to like how, um, like how muscle is built, you know. When you go to the gym, the whole reason for, you know, lifting weights and things like that is to break down your muscles. Mm. And then once your muscles are broken down, then they can more effectively absorb proteins and grow. And I think that's such like a wild 
analogy that's like kind of built into us, mm-hmm. you know, um, like biologically we cannot grow unless we are broken down. Mm. And I think that's like such a cool thing that's kind of written into our framework that is also very reflective of us mentally and spiritually too. Like we, we cannot grow unless we're out of our comfort zone, unless we are broken down, unless we are, um, I don't want to say at the end of our rope, but unless we, you know, kind of reach these, these limits, you know, and it's just, I think it's just a neat way to look at it and to look at growth and to look at the opportunity for growth. Yeah. But I, you know, at the same time, I don't want to discourage anyone. You know, you're hearing this that mm-hmm. to where I got to be at the bottom before I could grow. That mm-hmm. you know, that's that. I mean, that happens quite a bit to people. It's true, but at the same time, um, you 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 could be like a new Christian, and and maybe Casey or Anthony might ask you to do something, and you're like, no, you know, I'm I'm not ready for that. And but if they they could see it in you, and then you do it, and you step in faith and do it, then you could grow that way too. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't always have to be like, like you say, at the end of your rope or at rock yeah. bottom. Yeah. You know, I want to encourage a lot of the young people to, you know, to step out and in faith and, and go forward and uh, try new things. And if you do that, you can, you, you'll grow mm-hmm. and you'll learn. I once uh, did a mission trip with this uh, this organization called Surfing the Nations, and their logo their logo is like an S, a T, and an N, just like normal. And then they have this little box at the uh, at the end of their logo. It's just like a little square, and um, and when like I think it was like one of the last days that we were there doing that mission trip, and. Um, they were telling us, you know, that square in the logo represents your comfort zone. And that's mm-hmm. always a reminder to step outside of it because you're never going to learn something new unless you step outside of it. And it's, it's funny because like, I just kind of was, uh, re-met with that, uh, yesterday, yeah. um, working a, a second, a second job, um, over at, uh, the Townsend farmer's market, shameless plug over in Apple Valley. And I was talking to, um, talking to my boss and he was talking about uh, vinyl wrapping trash cans and he was like yeah just pick out a day where you want to do that and I was like I've never done that before like I have no idea how to do that and he yeah. goes well no time like the present yeah and I was like <laughs> okay like I guess I'm gonna learn how to do that now and it's just super it was like oh yeah like I can always learn new things yeah. mm-hmm. you know yeah. I don't have to be a a master at everything, you know, as soon as I jump into it, you know, there's always room to just step outside of my comfort zone because I could be good at vinyl wrapping trash cans. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, there's always be new living for you, right? Retire music, (laughs) start vinyl. wrapping. (laughs) Um, (laughs) there's no ceiling for growth and there's no reason to not (laughs) push out of your comfort zone. That's right. Um, from anything, you know, as small as like listening to a new kind of music all the way to, you know, switching your major in college. Mm -hmm. I mean, not that I recommend that anybody just like willy nilly switch their major in college. I mean, just don't be against it. I'm a, I'm a two time college dropout. So I get it. (laughs) (laughs) I, the closest I ever got to college was 
signing up for classes and then just like realizing that I wasn't going to put money into something that I wasn't going to put my effort into as well. Mm. And mm. I know that when I'm ready, when, I mean, even I guess that even that's like an example of a comfort zone thing. Like I could do college and it could be a great growth for me. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's so interesting just how even the littlest things can be a baby step outside of your comfort zone can lead to such a huge monumental thing uh, later on in your life. Yeah. And, and too, you know, if, if you step out and you try it and then you find out, well, it didn't work out for me and I didn't like it. Well, then at least you tried, you yeah. know, and, and so the next time it happens, it's like a spiritual gift. Mm -hmm. uh, your spiritual gifts, if to try to find out what that is, you have to try different things. And once you know what your really what your spiritual gift is, and then you can just really excel at that, mm -hmm. you know. But you're not going to know until you try. So go out and try it. Uh, don't make a, a real hard commitment to it. Just try it and see. And if that's not for you, then once your commitment is ended, then uh, on that particular assignment, then go on and, and do something else and see, keep trying. Yeah. I mean, I think it also comes from just like surrounding yourself by the, like from the right people too. I mean, like it could be just as simple as like, like your boss, like, Oh, pushing you to do something or like your friend pushing you to do something, you know, like, I mean, for me, like the one example that comes into my mind was, uh, in college, ironically, um, I was in this cinematography class for film and it was to this day where we all had to like recreate famous lighting scenes for like movies. And we're sitting in this group of like 15 people and the teacher's like, all right, who wants to be director of photography for today? And I just was like in the back and it's just dead silent. And I sighed and he's like, Anthony, you're director of photography for today. I was like, man like i've never done this before yeah. like i know lighting but like this is intimidating and then i have this guy that i look up to like saying hey do it like i think you're capable of doing it and then like exceeding at it like just just nailing it and like and that was like that huge moment for me I'm like oh i could do this like i could film you know what i mean like and then like mm -hmm. having other incidents like in that class too was like because our, our class was split up in half and the other half had a different teacher and like some girl walked in and is like why do you why you why does your your class get out like earlier and then like the teacher's like you really want to know why it's because anthony shaves off 15 minutes of class time by himself i was like well oh, that's that's good to know yeah. like, all right <laughs> and they made me feel good and i'm like that's right amanda and i was like walked out <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no it's 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 it, for me it's like that uh just sometimes having that right person just push you yeah, you know yeah. just like that little nudge you need you know yeah. absolutely and it's it's funny it's funny that you that you say that because it makes me think of like where i am now in my life because mm -hmm. um like me leading worship like and you know me leading worship wasn't my idea yeah it wasn't something that i said okay i want to do this i'm going to do this and, you know, it's going to be my thing. Um, it actually came from like a season of um, when I was 
over at High Desert Church when we just lost a couple of people. Um, they they found other opportunities and they moved, you know, away. Mm-hmm. And we needed someone to kind of step in and fill in over there. Yeah. And um, I was 18 at the time, I think. And uh, one of the staff over there, he's now, I think, I think he's the small groups pastor now. Uh, shout out to Mikey Powers. Um, he, he came up to me and he goes, hey, have you, like, thought about you know, throwing your name in the hat to, you know, step in and fill in and lead worship while we're, um, you know, needing people. And I was like, no, like I'm not, I'm, I, there's no way that I could step into that. And he goes, no, like do it. Like ask, like the least you could do is ask. And then like, I, I talked to the pastor who was managing those services at the time. And then he let me do it. I led those services and then one thing led to the next. And then I ended up, um, getting hired on as the worship director at, uh, Bear Valley church in big bear. And I did that for two years, uh, before I came here and it was just, just stuff that (laughs) I don't want to say it wasn't supposed to happen, but I had no intention on it (laughs) happening. Well, it's like, uh, like recently, I mean, with you as well is, is I remember, both of us stepping up in the youth ministry and me and you having these conversations and it's like, Hey, like I want to help you, but like I'm intimidated by it. Right. And I was like, dude, like, okay, cool. Like, and then we arranged it like, okay, like let's, let's have you try it, you know? And then you teaching the lesson. I'm like sitting in the back room, like, dang dude, Casey's killing it right now. He's doing such a good job. Like, you know, and then it's just like now, like you just, just diving into it and just seeing you just keep succeeding at just delivering these lessons to the youth is a beautiful thing. Cause like at first, like, I mean, me too, like we're both like very intimidated by it. Like, I don't know if I could do that. Like, I don't even know if I belong in youth group. Right. You know? And then, and then seeing you just go head first and, and just strive in it has been like, just a cool like thing, like just leading from this small conversation to that. And I was like, this is crazy. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Gotcha, bud. I feel like you have you have something to say, Jake. I see I see the ears <laughs> turning over there. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, earlier I know we were talking about um, college and, and going to school, and uh, and I, when you guys in, uh, invited me to come over, and I was thinking about some things that I'd I'd like to say, and because uh, my opinions about college and, and learning is. I don't think that college is not always for everyone, mm-hmm. you know, like myself, I'm college wasn't for me because, well, I'm a gearhead and, and I, I, I turn wrenches and I, and I work on things and I fix things and I, I work at the mine and we work on heavy equipment there and that's a good living and, uh, it's, uh, union wages and, and benefits mm-hmm. and, and I went to a, to the junior college and got some automotive and some diesel classes. And I went to a correspondence school. There was something I did when I was really young because I knew that that's what I wanted to do. And, and I'm really blessed to be able to make money doing something that I really like to do. And so I feel that sometimes if you go to college, that may not always pan out for you, uh, then and that, that there's other options 
um, like technical schools or mm-hmm. things like that, or um, that you can go to some classes at junior college that you might be able to take, and it gets you in to the field that you want to be at an entry level, and then you can move forward from there mm-hmm. and and progress up through di- yeah. through the company or through different companies, and then you're not. Uh, tied down with a lot of student debt you don't tie yourself up with uh, at school while your friends are making money and you're trying to learn English and math when that really doesn't even have anything to do with what you want to do and so that you know that's my opinion about about that today and I I know that there's a lot of job openings that uh, that are for blue collar workers that are opening up because people in my generation are retiring and uh, there's going to be a lot of openings for welders and plumbers and mechanics and technicians and uh, electronics is huge. Yeah. And uh, so not to cut down college if that's what you want to do and you feel that, that, you know, that that's where, where you need to be. But it's not always for everyone, and it's not always the answer to everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you may take some classes at a junior college, like for electronics yeah. or whatever, welding or whatever that may be, and then and that's that's going to get you in into an entry level position uh, at a at a good company. I've been at that company for thirty five years. Mm-hmm. This uh, just last month. Yeah. And I started out to sweep in the floors, and mm-hmm. but I had some uh, mechanical experience already, yeah. and so that when the jobs opened up, uh, I was able to to, to go in and, in a apprentice level, yeah. and then work up. Yeah, because you already and, had your foot in the door. Yeah, yeah. I already had my mm-hmm. foot in the door. Already had some experience, and mm-hmm. I knew what I wanted to do, and I waited for that opportunity, and yeah. then I took it within the company. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's been great. So yeah, well, I think that, like that's a big thing, and I think like all all three of us could really agree. Like I'm I'm super big on like follow your dreams, you know, like just go, give it a hundred and ten percent. Like if you like something and that's what you want to do, give it your all. Like yeah, like it's gonna suck at first, and you're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna go through these hardships, and you're gonna feel like you're at rock bottom. But if you just keep pushing for it, and you just keep going and going and going you'll eventually get it and you'll eventually succeed at what you want to do you know and that's just like that's always been a big thing in my life is just like giving my craft my all like how can i can how can i get better at that and you're always constantly learning but as well as just want wanting it and wanting it and wanting it right right and i i think that's the biggest thing um is is and I try to tell my grandsons this is that they need to decide early on on what it is that 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 they want to do, mm-hmm. and once you've decided on where your passion's at, what what you really like to do, and it's an old saying my father used to tell me, is that you don't want to get up in the morning and say, oh no, I got to go back to work again yeah. <laughs> to a yeah. job that you really don't want to do. Mm-hmm. You you want a job to where you can feel uh, happy and secure in and mm-hmm. doing the thing that you like to do. Now, I know, understand that sometimes it's difficult and, and people have to do other things yeah. than that they would prefer to do. Mm-hmm. 
But if you try to keep the dream alive, if you have to work doing something else, maybe you could take a class at the junior college or you could take an online class or something like that. And then always trying to strive, like what you said, mm -hmm. for that end goal of the employment that you really would, would want to do. Yeah. So I just kind of th th thought I'd throw that in there. I know it's a little off yeah. subject, but that's yeah. that's my take on on college and and learning like that. I mean, it still kind of ties in. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. how we, we still, grow. Still a matter you know? of growth. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, we're strictly audio now. <laughs> the, that's all right. The video let just me, died. Uh, let me just go and save that. Well. Um. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's funny we're talking about we're talking about growth and. I was gonna say something. I, I had a train of thought. It derailed itself, and now I have no idea where I'm at. Well, we were talking about college and jobs and oh yeah, things so like that. so I had this I had this mentor um, at the last church that I was at. Um, shout out to Michael White if you're listening, um, but he taught me. He actually told me to to say this thing regarding uh, relationships, but I think it also very well works for work environments too. And it's like just kind of praying, like God, if if you're not in this, if I'm not supposed to be here, if you don't want me here, don't let me be. Like, just like take it away from me because I don't want it if you're not in it. And kind of just like leaning on on faith and just kind of you know kind of telling God that you're in it to win it with him rather than just kind of like, you know, going on your own intuition, um, with things I think is a, is a valuable, uh, concept and principle to kind of, you know, throw into, you know, things that you're doing. And I like what you said, Anthony, um, also about, you know, just following your dreams and what you said, Jake, about, you know, not wanting to, you know, wake up and being like, oh, crap, I got to go to work. Like, I don't. Oh, <laughs> and like, I mean, right. of course, you know, some days are better than others. But yeah. like having that be the fact of the matter every single day is definitely not no. um, not what we want. No. Um, and I think. Cause that's when you, when you go down that road, you know, when you do something that God is not in and something that you don't necessarily want to do, but you know, that's how people, you know, have midlife crises, mm -hmm. you know, so, yeah. you know, out of nowhere, you know, sure. you'll get a face tattoo and, you know, <laughs> spend a ridiculous amount of money on a car just because it, it's there <laughs> just to feel like you're alive, you know? And, um, <laughs> Don't get face tattoos. It's no. it's probably not worth the pain and the lifelong <laughs> debt of looking in the mirror and seeing a tattoo <laughs> on your face. I'm not against tattoos in general. Just I don't think face tattoos are a good idea. Um, <laughs> even if you're Post Malone, I'm sorry, Austin, but I just don't think it's a good idea. Um, but, yeah, like you have to love – what you're doing, you have to be able to put, you have to have the emotional real estate in what you're doing and the spiritual real estate in what you're doing. It has to be fulfilling. It has to bring you joy. Um, and it has to, I think honestly, 
it's even more fulfilling when you're doing something that brings others joy as well. Yes. Um, yes. I think if you can help it, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that everyone has to be a doctor or a nurse, but like, I'm sure that those are things that, you know, people, people find fulfillment with those, uh, career paths. I mean, one, cause they make money, but two, <laughs> because they're helping people right. and they are, you know, people like say like, you know, I'm sure hearing literally you saved my life is just something that does numbers. And I think mm -hmm. that's really fulfilling uh, for them. I can't speak for them because I'm not a doctor. Well, I mean, we could, we could see that in so many, even in our fields. I mean, like, yeah. it's like you getting an, an, an applause after a song, right? Mm -hmm. Or it's like seeing, seeing something happen in youth group where like, yeah, like that kid mm -hmm. gets it. Right. Yeah. Or like for me, it's like, just get it, just, uh, getting emotion out of someone like watching like like i worked on a film and then they like cried or they laughed or they like i'm like oh they got it you know like that's one of the most rewarding feelings to me it was like i did it like <laughs> that like i got someone to cry in the movie theater i i did that <laughs> right like but right. It, it's just such a a good feeling right like and i mean that's probably like why nurses do their jobs too is like yeah you know, they they feel good after what they've done. Like, it's the most rewarding thing to them, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you playing music in front of people, you know, and it, it being like, like oh, the, the band got it. Like, you know, the drummer was on time and, like, we just killed it. And, like, everybody's clapping and they get it. Like, it's probably one of the most rewarding feelings to you as well. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think... Probably one of the most powerful moments I've ever felt is um, when it was it was actually right after um, it was right after Pastor Jake uh, passed away, and mm. we were doing I think it was the weekend after, and we we sang a song I can't remember what song it was, but you could see that people. Um, around the room were feeling free to grieve and they were um, just emotionally just letting out what they needed to and there is there was um, healing happening through that grief and through that that sharing of sadness and seeing um, just that you know everyone felt comfortable enough in that moment in that space to open themselves up in that way and to all be on the same page emotionally was yeah. just, it was so powerful. Um, and I was just, it, that was a huge moment for me. Just when people are so emotionally just in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a really hard time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know we're still having a hard time processing that, you know, it was just so sudden. Yeah. It was unexpected. Yeah. It, it took everybody off guard, for sure. Yeah. Like, I remember being on the train going to L.A. when I heard about it. Yeah. You know? So it's like, this is nuts. Like, this is... It's not happening, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like... It's a surreal thing, for sure. Yeah. But, you know, Casey, music, it has a way of doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you can bring that to the people, that's an awesome accomplishment that you can do. And I know, Anthony, when you... I was going to, you said doctors and nurses, but I was going to say teachers. Yeah, you know, that's teachers, true. It's a big thing. They can, um, 
they they really seal that in their in their mm-hmm. students. You yeah. know, there's been a lot of great stories about some yeah. really good teachers. There. That's so funny is I'm still friends with a lot of my high school teachers. Yeah. Like on a personal level, like we're like, I'll just go to their house for dinner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, just they're like part of the family, you know? Yeah. And it's cool to have that relationship with like this person taught me film in high school yeah. and they're getting to see like that's probably so rewarding for them is like I inspired this kid to take this career path exactly. and look at him now, you know, and, and like proud we've worked that. on we've worked on sets and stuff together as well, you know, and it's it's cool. Like it's it's that's also rewarding for me. Like sure. when you have one of your men like. I've had I've had a couple moments where I'm like, I'm doing a higher job than my, my mentor. You know, like we're we're working on the same set, and I'm like the higher up. Like one of the guys who got me on my first set, I got him on this movie I worked on, which was the biggest movie I worked on, and probably the biggest movie he's worked on. And I had like one of the higher job titles and it was just funny how like this guy's getting me water now you know like that was like just crazy like moment for me where i'm like wow like like i don't know it's just crazy like god like worked in my life where i'm like oh wow like i've actually am like i'm living my dream like i made it you know yeah yeah praise god for that yeah well, I feel I feel like we've had a pretty cool and productive conversation. Yeah, I agree. In all this, uh, thank you, Jake, for yeah. reaching out and mm-hmm. wanting to be on the on the podcast. Um, thank you, Anthony, for being Anthony and being tall. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you, Casey, for being you. Short yeah. for being short. Short with a good voice <laughs> and yeah, knows how to mix audio. <laughs> because you know why. Audio's still going and video isn't. So that tells you. <laughs> I just know how to keep space on my hard drive. That's all. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, um, if you guys have have topics that you want us to talk about, um, if you have um, people that you want us to talk to on the podcast, uh, Jake, if you want to be on again, uh, we'd love to have you. Just make sure mm-hmm. that it's like at least three shows down the road. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so good. No, um, no, we do appreciate uh, talking to you and just you know picking your brain on some stuff and yeah. just you know I'm sure everybody that's listening is appreciating hearing and a different voice other than just Anthony and I. True. And and for those who are new or haven't tuned in before, you could you know obviously comment on the YouTube uh, Church of the Valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, video, or you could DM us at the well underscore cov on Instagram, or even Facebook message the Church of the Valley Facebook page. Yeah, um, just we want to hear feedback. We want to hear um, topics to talk about um, because we can only just you know pull stuff out of our own hats for so long. Um, we just need to. <laughs> yeah, we, we can't grow without your guys' exactly. feedback. Exactly, that was good. That Boom. was that was solid. Thank you. That was really thank good. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thanks a lot, you guys, for having me here. I, you know, like I say, our relationships and it's been awesome. It's, yeah, it's really good to know you guys, and I look forward to 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 spending many more years together. Yeah, and, definitely. Yeah, and and uh, learning and growing. It's uh, it's been awesome, and I'm looking forward to when this whole COVID thing eases off mm-hmm. to where we can start um, 
meeting together once again, uh, yeah. however that may look like. I'm sure it's going to be a little modified, but church will open again, and we will be back to relatively normal. And I really look forward to seeing our church family, uh, getting back to rummage and, and all the different ministries. Uh, there's just so much work that needs to be done and so many people that, that need help and mm-hmm. uh, so many lives that continue to need to know about Christ and uh, looking forward to to getting back in that and getting face-to-face with yeah. people. I feel like our congregation is going to um, be stronger you know, after yeah. this, you know, yeah. we're going to, we're going to be a lot more tight knit, you know, it's going to be interesting to yeah. see, to see that growth, you know, within our congregation of like actually bonding, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be different. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. You know, I've really missed a lot of seeing a lot of people's faces on yeah. Sunday mornings has just been, it's been hard. Yeah. It's been weird. I mean, yeah. that's like, that's been our daily schedule like for so long and then boom, just like that's gone. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, okay. So, yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Of no course. Uh, do you, Casey, you want to pray for us, and then we'll we'll end this thing. Yeah, yeah, I'd be glad to pray for us. Uh, God, thank you uh, just for today, and thank you for uh, just giving us opportunities each and every day uh, to grow. Um, we just thank you for that. Just <laughs> we thank you for there never being a ceiling uh, for our growth, God, and we just pray that. Uh, that you would continue to teach us, that you continue to be with us, that you continue to keep us safe uh, during this.